I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and about what's next. It's a show that wants to ask questions, peel back the layers of our average everyday experience, and go beyond scratching the surface. We interview amazing people with incredible ideas and stories who have done wild, weird, and wonderful things. Remember that imagination shared create collaboration, and collaboration creates community, and community inspires social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. My next conversation is with Darlene Pons. We talk about her new film, Falls Around Her. It premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival back in September, and I was fortunate enough to have seen it there, but we just couldn't get our schedules to to, to, to land and to connect, and so I just was able to, to get this interview in just a couple of weeks ago. So I hope you'll uh, stay tuned and listen in. Darlene and I had a great time, and we talked about the film. And by the way, you need to see it. Uh, it's it's going to be a video on demand. It's, it's uh, touring uh, Canada and, frankly, touring the globe, from what I understand, from what Darlene's telling me, and I think we talk a little bit more about that in the interview, actually, uh, itself. We talk about healing and reconciliation. This is a film about our, our indigenous uh, peoples. This is a film about our uh, understanding and our lack of understanding, frankly, of our indigenous past. And it's about, um, it's about our relationship to, to Mother Earth and, and to the land. And you know, we talk about silence and natural sounds and urban exteriors. And we talk about storytelling as a whole, but in particular, indigenous storytelling. We get into things like birch bark and, and the importance of that and, and, and just the beauty uh, of landscapes and, 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 and how we're connected to that and, and what it actually might mean for us. We, we touch on love and laughter. We touch on the, the imprint that mining has had in, in northern communities in, in our country, but uh, more importantly on indigenous uh, communities and First Nations and Inuit communities in particular. So, so um, step into this conversation and try to set aside your Western understanding, your Western lens. Maybe you don't need to do that, but I'm going to encourage you to try to do that either way and 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 step into this conversation with Darlene and I and and I think you'll find it quite rewarding. Don't forget you can find out more about the work that I'm doing on davidpecklive.com uh, writing and speaking. You can find out uh, about that there. If you want to support the work I'm doing financially on Face to Face, you can do that through Patreon. We, we would certainly appreciate that. And if you can't do that, uh, don't forget, you can always leave a review on 
uh, Spotify. You can leave it on uh, iTunes and Google. That would be uh, really helpful. We would certainly appreciate that as well. And if you want to advertise on the podcast, we're starting to do that. We're starting to reach out. Reach out to me uh, through through my website, and you can certainly um, uh, find out more about that as well. And don't forget rabble.ca for, for more interviews and uh, not only face-to-face but many other podcasts. We've got writers and bloggers and, and things going on there on rabble.ca that you're going to want to find out about. Don't, uh, don't touch that dial. Darlene Naponce and, and our conversation around falls around her coming right up. Well, welcome face to face. We're joined by a very special guest uh, here with us today to talk uh, about her new film. Uh, Darlene Naponce is here to talk about Falls Around Her and a whole uh, lot else. That's my guest. Darlene, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, miigwech. Thank you. So, so tell, tell me a little bit about, uh, about the film uh, released at the Toronto International Film Festival. And by the way, before we even begin, congratulations. Uh, I loved, loved the film. Uh, gorgeous cinematography. Uh, a story that clearly needs to be told and has been told and, and now needs to be seen uh, by Canadians and people everywhere. So, yeah, th- thanks for sharing it with us. And, and again, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Miigwech, yes. Now we're really proud of the film and... You know, it's it was so hard to and difficult to make, and um, just to get funded and to keep pushing that perspective and that story, and so and when it came together, and now that it's being seen by not just a few, but with a lot of people, so we're really happy with everything that's happening. So, so tell me a little bit about that. I want to talk about the challenges for sure, but but you're you're uh, so Toronto, Calgary, Winnipeg, you've got a little bit of a, a, a Canadian tour of a sort uh, with with release probably going to be on video on demand eventually I would think too. What can, yes. you, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so we started at the Toronto International Film Festival and uh, we've been traveling all over the world luckily and um um, through different festivals, Indigenous film festivals and international mm. film festivals from Australia. We're going to be in Panama wow. in a couple of weeks. Yes, and then back to Australia. And you're really um, just going to pa- you really just Canada. you're really just going to Panama, <laughs> Panama for the beach and the surfing, though, right? That's really it, yes, exactly. Because <laughs> I've never been. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. We were my, yes. my family and I were in Panama just last just last year and. And had an amazing time. Oh, that's wow! That's amazing. Oh, nice. So you're you're actually traveling the world with this beautiful Canadian film. I am, and and I get to share, and, and it's so special too because when we were shooting it, we were actually thinking we were shooting a spring film, and then it winter came, <laughs> you know, in not in, in April, <laughs> and so with our three snowstorms and our ice storm, we managed to create what we did, and so especially when we go into these warmer countries and share um, the magnificent kind of view of of the landscape. Um, it's, it's, it's really wonderful to see how everybody reacts to it. Um, they're reacting to the story, but also to the land. And so Mm. we to share that landscape. Yeah. And the extremities around it. Yeah. That's a beautiful phrase. Uh, react, reacting to the land. Um, Mm -hmm. the land is very much, can I say it's a character in the film? Definitely. It's a, it is a character and that was like my hope in creating it and my hope and what I do a lot of my work in and that, um, so, you know, if we, when we think about our relationship um, in community and our relationship with the land, um, it is the one that, you know, keeps us going. And so I always want to try to honor it in a way, but also share it so that it's um, that that's beauty. And then obviously within the storyline, that destruction that has happened and ha- is happening to it. 
And so always that character, that Mother Earth, the land is, is part of that, is, is a character and is part of us. You really, you really start out in a, I mean, it's a stunning, stunning images. Is it a, is it a Google Earth shot? Is that, is that what we, we, we see? No, it's a beautiful drone shot done by Ryan Mariotti, one of our... Oh, wow. Our, yeah, no, it's a drone shot and it's just, yeah, it's just the ice. It was, it was an amazing time when we, because it was spring and so a lot of the snow had um, been blown off the ice. And so we just see all of this really structured, abstract it's not structured it's just it's really abstract views of um you know you don't really quite sure what it is and then mm, you start yeah you, start, you know throughout the film you start seeing that it's just ice yeah you start to get a better sense for what, what well i think i think one of the things i took away from that and, and certainly um hmm, the the snow the, the the hiking the the trees etc the sky the way you you know the water i mean the way land is represented in the film and shot in the film it just it's it's a reminder of how um hmm, how vast how beautiful and sort of terrifying almost at the same time it really is this idea of getting lost finding yourself in the woods but wow what mm -hmm. you know what what, what i could i could just as easily get lost here <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is. And especially because we wanted the, uh, the audience to understand that character, even though that she grew up in that land. And when she comes back to that land, uh, she has to be familiar with, you know, get to know it again. And so as she walks and as she comes back into the community, it, you ha she still has that urban exterior mm -hmm. um, on her and she has this, you know, the way she's dressed. And so it just starts slowly coming off her, the, the urban existence. And then she's coming back into that nature. And, and that's part of that thriller element of it is, is that you're not quite sure, like, is it something that is just in her mind right. and is the land playing tricks on her or is there something that's really coming for her the the sound the sounds in the woods are are they actually happening yes exactly and and that was really what was really beautiful like the collaboration around sound and um editing and when we were shooting we were always so conscious about the silence and letting that natural those natural sounds come out and you know, sometimes you can shoot and everybody's like, oh, worry about sound later or something. But really, it was just like, let's try to get this, these moments, these really delicate, um, beautiful moments where she's connecting to the land. And so that the audience experiences that too. And so when Steve did, Steve Monroe did the sound design, he's just brought in this beautiful, like, it's just so, there's so much breath within it and it's so precise and it's so it's crafted so well that you experience that nature, that mother earth, that, you know, that being on the land. Isn't I, I think it's a Tentu's, you know, character who at one point talks about um, the line that I wrote down was, and I'm not sure if I'm quoting it correctly, but letting, letting me listen to all the trees. Mm -hmm. And yes. this, this sense of there's this, this almost Buddhist like meditative, very spiritual aspect to, I mean, there, there's something very spiritual to me about walking through the snow, frankly. Right. I mm -hmm. mean, there really yes. is the crunch, the, the intention behind it. There's almost a ritual to it, you know, and you could even really break it down and write a first year philosophy paper on it. But, but can you talk a little bit about that listening to all the trees that, 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 I mean, that's a beautiful notion. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's something that you know Tantu was also bringing with her with right. her character is is that that return like you know she grew up within that north she grew up in 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 her own land escapes but within that on the land and with the land and 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 respecting the earth in a way that to listen to it and it'll tell you you know what I mean. It'll give you those lessons and it'll tell you if you're walking, you know, the right way or, you know, if you're if you're living in that good way. And so I was born and raised in my community and I we spent a lot of time and we still do um, out hunting, gathering and just being with each other in the communities with the community or just with family or just with my mom and dad, my sister. And so. I've always had that essence of, of watching my father and how he walks the land and just, and just being able to just, yeah. And and it can be quite frightening sometimes Mm -hmm. because if you're not familiar with it or, you know, things do make noises that you're unfamiliar with. And so you're always um, having to be open and and always having to be um, very grateful to, for what's around you. So, so you talked earlier on when we when we started the conversation a little bit about some of the challenges, and you you, you mentioned specifically funding. I found it interesting as I was kind of uh, uh, doing a little bit, you know, looking at a couple of reviews post TIFF and so on. So, Tentu's been in over a hundred films, but this was her first lead role. Mm-hmm. And and you've said somewhere you've talked a great deal about ownership and voice. And I mean, this is very much a part of this film. On on uh, you know, it's 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 in your face in a way, but it's also very much a subtle undertone too. Um, is that one of the challenges that you were talking about as you tried to tell this story? Is that, is that sort of woven into everything? I think, yes, it is. And I think, you know, the time is changing right now. It's an unbelievable time. And Alan East talk, talks about this too. So it's like, it's a beautiful time for indigenous filmmakers and indigenous storytellers, indigenous musicians, artists um, to just, be within their own perspective and so when once you're in that perspective and and you're telling that story from that perspective it's different right there's truth within that and so i think for a lot of people it it, it's a little bit unfamiliar because it's not necessarily a western perspective it's an indigenous perspective and so we tell stories sometimes differently um and especially each area you know, from their communities are all so different. And so, you know, trying to, to keep that perspective and, and, and to really make sure that you're telling this story with um, truth and um, originality and also that you're pushing, uh, you feel like, you know, you hope that you're pushing a boundary in a way so that something, when you're watching it, this is something new or it's something that is, is worth watching and that these stories are, are told and that that ceremony is part of that. Mm. And that there's always within that perspective, you're, you're doing something, you know, for me, it's like working with my community and, 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 and trying to create something that is better for tomorrow. Could, could a non-Indigenous voice have told, well, obviously they could have practically, I suppose, told the same story, but, but yeah, how, 
how, I mean, that's what we're talking about here, right? We're talking about voice. Mm -hmm. We're talking about representation. And I, I love the, you know, our home on native land, the scene with the, you know, the, <laughs> the, 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 I guess around the mining and the police arriving in the SUV and all of that, um, yeah. you know, it's a small piece of the film, but clearly has had uh, a splash and a ripple effect for, for, for many, many years. So anyway, I just, you know, I think, I guess I'm really asking you a question, I suppose, about, about ownership and about oppression and so on and, and wondered what your thoughts were as you know as a storyteller as a filmmaker yeah no it's you know it's it's I, I don't it's not to say that if if an indigenous a non-indigenous person came in and, and did an indigenous story that's their choice to to, to do it and right. um that perspective is always going to be from them once an indigenous person tells that story their story it's their perspective and so within that is that truth. And, and, and so me being able to tell the story that I want to from my community, within my community, all of those voices are part of that. Mm. And so they trust me and I want to create the best opportunity for them to collaborate with me and come into that. And so those protest scenes, you know, we had a young warrior there, Autumn Pelche, who's, you know, who's so beautiful. And she opens up that scene, um, you know, asking people to really, you know, warrior up and to, 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 to really look at what's happening within, with the issues around water. And so those are the perspectives that, you know, we bring in when we're working from community and that we're working from, from that original, those origins. And, and we have, we, we share, have these shared stories and we have this shared vision um, and this shared struggle. And so mm. that becomes different than somebody who's just coming into the community and, or, or, to, or having an outsider book. Yeah, I guess it's not about so much as we don't want that th those voices. We need we it needs to be way more inclusive, and and, yeah. and and way more way more holistic, way more comprehensive, right? I mean, yeah. it's it's about it's. I love shared story, shared vision, shared struggle. It's that's it's maybe that's the title of your your autobiography, Darlene. What do you think? <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, Done. I think it's written so, already. <laughs> I mean, there you go. So, so, so typically, you know, uh, somebody would probably watch a film like this and, and I mean, unless you haven't been watching the news at all, but still, uh, over the last few years, but still the idea of arsenic in, in your water source of a polluted water source is kind of foreign, I suppose, to, to, I would say mm -hmm. most people in the West, right? I mean, this is, oh, gee, isn't mm -hmm. that a, isn't that a, uh, isn't that how the two thirds of the world live? That's the majority world. That's, that's a, what we often call a developing country, right? That's, that's not Canada. Right. Can't be Canada. Mm -hmm. And I think there's still that almost that that bias and i i would I, I would love to hear your thoughts on that but but uh yeah, there, yeah there's no a, there... i i don't think yeah i don't think canada is, is uh, has awoken to the the real issues around mining and um just you know the resource the taking of the resources and the footprint that it leaves and and you know, sometimes when you're living in an urban reality, you don't see what's happening outside of it. And so a lot of our waters, they are, they are polluted from, you know, hundreds of years of, of, of resource taking. And, um, you know, specifically the story that's in the, in the film is, is very um, close to home because that's our story. You know, there was a, a gold mine hundred years ago 
left its tailings. I call it the white sands, you know, mm. and so those tailings are leaching into our lakes. And so each lake, you know, and just over the years, is, is, there's a high um, mercury um, and um, arsenic. So there's there's all of these issues that are happening in every region and um, just being aware of like how long can we do this and why are we doing this at what cost so that you know that why are we taking resources still like it's such a a, like a ridiculous idea of like why aren't we creating you know I you know there's so much brilliance around um, technology why are we not putting our money and our ideas into that um, instead of just continuously taking from the land Mm. I, I love how how a great story, how a great film like yours touches on so many different issues, right? And so, so mm-hmm. the film the film's about relationship. It's about love. It's about loyalty. It's about it's about uh, water and sanitation issues in in northern Ontario. It's about you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Like it's just a great yeah. a great story allows us to step into somebody else's world, somebody else's life, and hopefully hopefully step out of it with a new understanding and a new perspective and and the ability to ask i hope better questions about about uh uh i don't know uh, f- finding a, a way to share our stories in a, in a better way does that yeah. is that sound does that sound ridiculously corny to you or no is that... no 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 that's what we're doing right that's yeah what we're doing i think yeah no and just to and to allow the audiences to to see that and and mm-hmm. to challenge themselves and to challenge others to watch indigenous filmmaking, you know, filmmaking and stories and, and just seeing how amazing they are, how funny they're going to, they are, how, what perspective it is and how they're set within that indigenous perspective. Speaking speaking of indigenous perspectives and stories from home, can you talk a little bit about the seven grandfathers teachings? Um, in in the press kit, I've seen it elsewhere. I'd I'd love to hear about how that became a, um, you know, a, a first thing for you, or, or or a part of framing this story. And and love to hear too about where the story actually came from. I know it's been something going on with you. You know, I guess what do you say? You've been bouncing around in your head for about ten years, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So the seven kind of teachings are 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 just you know, our values of, of how to, how to, how to, how to live a good life and, you know, to continuously think about how we work together, um, how we respect each other and, and how we value one another. Mm. And so those teachings were part of, um, that everyday protocols that were set within when we were making the film. And so those are our guides. And so we wanted to share that with the crew and the cast so that every day we were not only um, really kind of, well, we were also um, just like within what's happening now um, and has happened, you know what I mean, for so long and continues to happen. Um, just like just respecting each other as human beings first and, and finding a really healthy way of, of working together. Um, cause you know, when you think about the story, the story comes from an idea of taking and mm, so right. that ownership. And so here's this woman who has decided to, who has had an amazing career and decided to change her life and that's her life and that's what she wants. Mm. 
and but yet something is always taking something's always pulling her back you know and because they think that they own her or they think that right. they own that and especially that happens so much with artists and, and you know what I mean and star and anybody who's acting or anybody who's creating or putting things out into the world somebody will come in and try to you know take it or to own it um and so that's part of that story. And then it just parallels with that idea around the minds um, and what they've done all around the world to these corporations and these proponents where it's just like taking because they think they own it. You know, we don't own that land. You know, we're just collectively living on it. And so, um, but there's always this value, this Victorian notion around property and mm. value. And so it's always a continuous struggle when a community, you know, doesn't, you know, believes in, in, in one way. And then you have this world coming at you that is saying, but yet you must own, you must take, you know? So it's those stories coming and crashing together in a in contemporary story. Well, you know, as I hear you talk about it and it, it makes so much sense. I mean, aren't the opening scenes of the film, basically last performance, packing up of the guitar, walking out of the theater and, it's kind of like I'm I'm done, and I'm done. and then we see this harsh reaction from her. I guess her manager, or I guess it's her manager, mm-hmm. or her her agent, I suppose. And that and that all of a sudden that sense of ownership comes comes out right in in you yes. know in in a in a really um, um, visceral way. And then we mm-hmm. see, we see it teased out throughout. And so all of a sudden that becomes I guess the metaphor for well so many things, but but also for her just kind of at this late stage in her life finally kind of saying I'm done and I'm moving on or I'm going to the next yeah. phase. I, oh, by the way, Darlene, I got to say, I so loved, I think it was near the beginning of the film, the envelope that comes in the mail. We won't say too much about it, I suppose, for storytelling mm-hmm. purposes, but, and she just grabs it, throws it in the, in the fire and says something about there being <laughs> no money in it. But I just, I just love the intention and the, 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 the commitment. Cause you know, well, what if there was money in there? You know, exactly, yeah. it's just, it was just, and, it's and a love. The brilliance of Tantoo's just she's so great at just delivering, all, you know what I mean? Just like, oh, it's just, there's no, you know, there's no money. Yeah. And then what, Gail, whatever, you know, into, into the fire it goes. Yeah. Into the fire. She knows, she knows the story already. <laughs> is, is this, a, is this about, is this about an awakening that comes late in life or, or is this just been a, this ongoing sort of healing process through this, the, hmm. Uh, I don't know. Can I say PTSD or the trauma that that you know she's she's experienced and and the community yeah. has experienced? Well, I don't. You know, I think it's a, a lot of things, mm-hmm. and in a way, you know, it's 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 hard to say it's one thing or the other. Right. It definitely, it is um, her coming to, to terms. You know, I think when we deal with trauma, we it's, we just don't like one day go, oh, it's over. Um, you right. know, and it's just continuous. It's going to be lifelong, and so this is her next level of, of of really trying to to start a new life and to look at what what can happen within those next years, and um, and 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 instead of like you know, sometimes when you're on the road, you're you're not really always bringing you're not always in you know the realities that everybody else is in and so this is her trying something different wanting something different and 
and yeah, letting go of some of you know that trauma and dealing with it. Well, it's it and, and about being a survivor, about doing about yes, about and being a survivor, yeah, doing doing you know, what like. Yeah, just going to say doing yeah. doing what it takes to to step into her future. Exactly, you know, and a lot of times, like we want to see these stories that were are like, you know, that that are on the nose about a certain, you know, something. But we know, you know, the way I took this story was is that we the way Tantu and the way the character Mary. The way she walks onto the stage, the way she mm. walks in the bush, the way she just deals with everything, you know that she has had a past. Oh, hundred percent. Well, yeah, it, you it really that exactly. that you don't yeah. exactly need to know, and and I would imagine I wouldn't be surprised if uh, uh, if I can say this that some people will probably. Uh, criticize you for that maybe as a story mm-hmm. you know did oh i didn't have enough detail but frankly i mean isn't yeah. that isn't that the mystery of us all why would you ever assume or presuppose even somebody you're married to that you you've got it exactly. all right exactly I mean, we're, we're, and, we're complex yeah. right exactly and that's what we we and we purposely did that we purposely didn't talk about residential schools in that way mm. because you know when she's walking you know you know those histories the, the the reason that we're, they're all speaking English, you know what I mean? There's a reason that they're speaking English. There's a reason that, you know, her grandmother's, you know what I mean, has a, you know, camp out in the bush. There's a reason why, the, you know, the granddaughter is, is, staying, is living with, you know, her sister. There's all of these reasons, and you know, from the histories. And so we don't need to, like, yeah, you know, we don't have to have, we don't have to tell you those things. You just have to experience it with them because they're living it. Now you're living it as a viewer. Why, um, and maybe I'm going to just tip my own sort of ignorance here, but birch bark. Mm. I mean, birch birch trees are clearly uh, evident. I mean, beautiful shots and, and the peeling of the birch bark and her name. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's, what's, what's going on with the birch tree? Other than the fact that well, it's I, hardwood, and I remember, believe it or not, I remember as a kid being at a camp and writing a letter to my mom and dad on birch bark and, on ma- birch bark. and mailing it yeah. back home. Yeah. Now, birch barks are like you know, there's there's medicine within the birch mm. trees. There's, you know, they hold um, the properties of you know, where you know that birch can you know, create canoes and can create bowls. It can create scrolls, you know, those letters home, those letters, you know, those right. scrolls that were, were, were done anciently. So, or, you know, in the times and, you know, we're, we're a lot getting back into that. And so I'm, birch trees are beautiful. And that's what's around in my landscape. And that's what we, we grew up around birch, cedar, pines, poplars, and but those birch trees are beautiful and they're gorgeous and and so there's so much within that tree, yeah. So well, and we're and and we're kind of and we're kind of back to 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 uh, listening to the trees in in a in a very specific exactly. and particular way. Mm-hmm. And the, and the red ribbons and the one white one, we we don't need to talk about it, but fascinating still. Uh, <laughs> um, and 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 um, just raise it for sure. Uh, maybe answers a couple, but but raises some other questions. One of my fa- a couple favorite lines in the film. I just as you know, sadly, we're coming close to the end of our our our, our, our conversation here. Uh, but but um, in, enjoy the love while you got it. Never mind the noise. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. It's, it's got to be one of my faves. And, and then I'm, I'm, awesome. I just, I remember something about, uh, I still know how to swing an axe. Is that, is that another yes. line? Yes, I still know how to swing an axe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I think, I think what, you know, I loved being able to just, you know, and, and, and everybody really enjoyed it. It was like these, you know, the, the scene in the, in the Chinese restaurant where they're going on a date, you know, mm. it's just like, it's really beautiful, like, you know, you know, and, and why not see an older woman and a, an older Native woman, you know what I mean, in her full beauty, right. going out on dates, you know what I mean, you know, I can still swing an axe, you know, she's still got it, um, you know, and, and have a, you know, have a lover and be sensual and be sexual and, and have that within on that page and in that screen because that's what we see every day and so why not enjoy that beauty and share that beauty of, of love and sensuality and, and that's sexuality and, and that's albert right that she was out on the date with yes yeah, albert, yeah. wonderful i mean just what I'm a jazz. what a performance too right i mean just mm-hmm. what a Johnny's, yeah yeah the the just the, the the voice alone there was healing in the voice alone as far as i'm concerned mm-hmm. his voice yeah yeah, love, love, lovely. Yeah. So, so, uh, so what's so what's next for Falls Around Her? Uh, um, you got this bit of this tour. Um, you're 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 off and running basically for the next little while. Yes, yes, we're um, still doing um, a lot of the um, <clears throat> international and U.S. Yep. Um, tours uh, or festivals, and so then we have this Canadian. Um, theatrical release which we're very excited about we started in calgary we'll be in toronto next week and then we go up to Sudbury. we have winnipeg we have um, victoria vancouver um and then there's some other smaller ones that i'm forgetting right now um but we'll always have we'll be keep posting them on our um on our instagrams and and, and pacific northwest pictures is, is with us um our canadian distributors so they're doing an amazing job um just getting the film out and, and getting it to, um, so cool. to all of these places. Yeah. And, and so then, great. and then we're also, you know, trying to really contribute to the idea of like, you know, trying to get into as many indigenous communities as we can. So and within that, and then, and then it will have its, um, will play on, um, the, you know, the platforms, um, and then CBS like, um, Crave and TMN, I believe it is. Oh, wow. That's and, amazing. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I'm well done. Yeah. I'm getting this all correct. And then CBC uh, and then iTunes and the trailer's up on iTunes right now. Yeah. No, oh, it's, fan- it's, oh, it's that's a real, fantastic. it's a real, yeah. Oh, that's... I always just say, you know, I feel like a little res girl who's just like, is so grateful and thankful to be able to travel the world, make films and, and still be within the community. So fa- let's fast, maybe, maybe sort of the final question, but I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting you and, and continuing this at, a, at another time for sure. But, but Darlene, um, fast forward five, seven, 10 years, uh, young, you meet a young woman, uh, high school, let's say a high school student, maybe younger, uh, could be my daughter. She's 13, Victor- uh, sorry, 11, Victoria. She hands you a, a small essay that she's written. She's, you, you flip through a few pages. She's, she's seen your film. Uh, clearly she's written a paper about it. What, what's the paper about any ideas? Oh my God. I hope <laughs> it's land and community. Land, land and, community. and community. Nice. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and reconciliation, does that make it in there? 
Well, I think, yeah, let's hope. Let's hope. <laughs> let's hope That's there's right. Reconciliation. Well, it is, well, you know what's interesting about that to me is I love how you say land and community, period, because there not there reconciliation and community or, um, and healing built within that? It is, yeah. Right? Right? Isn't, isn't mm-hmm. that kind of falls around her, right? It is, yeah. Or the and message. You know, and, and it is, it is. And, you know, Kenti reminded me of this. And it's just like, it's, it was so amazing to, oh, hello? Yep, I'm with you. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay so Someone else has joined our call. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just that Cantu has, um, you know, she just, you know, reminded me that there was so much love while we mm. made it. There was so mm. much love, laughter. You know what I mean? We all came together and we created this. It was a really difficult shoot. Um, you know, it was a really low budget, but we all just kept going because we, you know, loved working with each other and we loved the story. Um, and you know, the community was with us. And so that's really part of, you know, there's one thing of putting out a film and and giving it and sharing it, but also that part of making it is so beautiful. And so that love of being able to, at this time to come together as indigenous people to create is just beautiful. Yeah. That's, that's so amazing. And what a beautiful and lovely uh, spot to end with. Well, as far as I'm concerned, you've made a beautiful, thoughtful and, and, and important film. And again, I, I, I really do hope everyone sees it and um, so much more to talk about, you know, Darlene, I always get a little frustrated with my interviews because they're never quite long enough. I feel like when I'm wrapping them up, I feel like when I'm wrapping up, we've just, we're just getting started. What do you mean? We've got, yes, a, you know, yeah. this is ridiculous. So, so clearly we're going to have to do a part two down the road and, and, uh, Excellent. I wish you all the success with, with the film. And again, congratulations. We've been talking to Darlene Neponce uh, today here on Face to Face about her new film, Falls Around Her. Look for it soon. Um, well, maybe coming soon to a theater near you, but definitely uh, on uh, on your TV screen or whatever your screen of choice, I guess. Darlene, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for your Make time what? today. Thank you. It was, it was great. Thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. 
yahoofinance.com.